360 with Katie Wolf. Thanks to Joyce Main Darwin, Home Zone, Stuart Highway, Berrima. It is just on 26 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Now, we know that a, a survey of Australia's principles has found that, uh, well, a number of factors last year, uh, including COVID 19, the global pandemic, have had an immense impact on the stress and workload of our school's leaders. Now, joining me on the line to talk more about the situation and about this survey, which has been conducted from the Australian Catholic University, Professor Herb Marsh. Good morning to you, Herb. Hello, Katie. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Um, Talk us through this survey and exactly what it's found. Well, this is a survey that uh, we run every year. Uh, We have over 2,000 school principals, close to half the school principals in all of Australia that are responding to the survey. The focus of the survey is on the health and well-being of principals and how that's changing over time and what are some of the considerations. It's a large-scale study uh, funded by the Australian Research Council. And did it look into the the sort of the well-being and and the way in which some of our school principals in the Northern Territory are feeling as well? I know that it obviously included uh, Australia-wide principals and school leaders from around Australia. Surely. Uh, We've looked... uh, The focus isn't on uh, any one state. The focus is uh, on national, but we do have data for the individual state. That's not uh, a major focus of it. I mean, let me start off by saying that principals are very passionate uh, about their job, uh, but it's a very demanding and stressful job. Almost all principals uh, work long hours. Uh, More than 70% work more than 56 hours a week and 25 hours a week even during the holidays. Uh, Three out of 10 participants receive what we call a red flag email suggesting that uh, they may need to seek some uh, support, local support services because of uh, uh, issues of quality of life and occupational health. Um, so it's a wide-ranging survey, yeah. and uh, it's had quite a bit of impact. What are some of the biggest concerns that our school principals are facing at the moment? Um, you know, have we got a situation in some places where our principals are quite unsafe? Well, that's certainly one of the very surprising aspects of uh, the survey was the number of principals who reported being exposed to threats of violence or being a uh, a victim of physical violence. Uh, For principals, this is up to nine times greater than the general population. That's terrible. Uh, Over the last decade that we've been doing the survey, the numbers have gone up. So uh, that certainly is a worrying situation. It really is. Um, Herb, what are some of the other concerns that our principals have got? Well, um, the the COVID situation has been quite an interesting one. Uh, on the one hand, it's created a lot more stress because principals are having to do lots of different things that they haven't done before. So they're having to create a COVID-safe environment for the students and uh, as well as the staff and, for that matter, parents as well. Uh, they've had to organize 
on simultaneously having online and face-to-face learning. Uh, they keep getting different instructions from uh, the government because they want to try and keep it open, but they try want to try to keep things safe. And so a lot of the instructions or a lot of the feedback they've been getting has been from uh, social media and the newspapers. So it's a very stressful time uh, for principals. It but there's really also is. been some positive aspects of uh, COVID-19. Okay. Uh, in particular, I think that... Uh, People across the country have realized that schools are very important and the job of the school principal is incredibly important. Uh, so I think that they've gotten some greater recognition. I reckon. Also, one of the aspects that was interesting was that perhaps not surprisingly, there has mm-hmm. been a decrease in the offensive behavior uh, that uh principles have been subject to, particularly threats of violence and physical violence. Now, undoubtedly, this is because uh, there hasn't been as much face-to-face contact. Uh, So that has possibly explained part of it. One of the things that we're suggesting in our report was that uh, maybe that aspect should be continued. So Mm. maybe uh, more of the contact between principals and uh, parents should be via uh, social media. That would be a win for parents because it would be easier to schedule. They wouldn't have to take a day off of work and so forth. But it would also be beneficial for uh, principals in terms of maintaining quality control and things like that. Herb, when you talk about those uh, those threats of violence or even, you know, some of those, uh, some of the different sort of, um, you know, uh, unpleasant, to put it very um, nicely, behaviour that teachers experience, is it mostly, like, are you finding that it's mostly from students or is it also parents? I mean, who's sort of treating our, our wonderful principals in that way? Well, it depends upon the uh, different behaviors to who uh, who it is, but certainly a lot of it is coming from parents, and that was really quite a surprise. Uh, so that uh, if we're looking at bullying behavior, that's mostly from parents, not from students. Uh, if we're looking at uh, threats of uh, violence, that's from both parents and students. Uh, so a lot of it is from parents as well as uh, from students. Those are the two main uh, wow. sources of it. We are going to have to wrap up, Herb, but just very quickly, I know that uh, with those key findings, um, there are some recommendations. You know, do, do you put this, uh, this research to the government federally and, and, and let them know exactly what's going on in some of our states and territories so that hopefully we can sort of find a way to move forward and make sure this type of thing isn't happening as prevalently? Yes, we do. Uh, uh, our, our final report is broadly available to principal associations and state departments of education. We do uh, individual meetings with, um, with many of the state ministers of education. And with some of, the res- uh, with some of the states, we follow up. For example, Northern Territory is in the process of planning to do uh, an introduction to an initiative to improve the health and well-being of principals and teachers with us. That's still in the planning stages. Victoria uh, has done this a couple of years ago and has shown some positive results as a consequence of it. I'm pleased to hear that. Well, I really appreciate your time this morning, Professor Herb Marsh. It's been great speaking with you. Thanks so much for talking us through that survey.
Great. Thank you very Thank much. You. That was Professor Herb Marsh there from the ACU, the Australian Catholic University. And I tell you what, pretty concerning stuff. Uh, some of those numbers and some of those uh, different issues that have been raised and uh, and the threats towards our school principals and school leaders. It's, it's certainly not good enough. I know that sometimes we can get frustrated with the way in which things are managed within our schools. But I tell you what, it's not a good example to set for our children if we're threatening our uh, children's teachers. That is for sure.